Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. So on today's episode, we had Carissa Viverito. She uh, has created uh, Evolve, which is a an amazing brand. I think you ladies listening, you, you have to listen to this episode. I mean, we love all of our episodes, but we got a lot of chock full of, of nuggets here around branding. There's, there's so much that we went into. I think what I appreciated the most was the, the power of knowing your ideal customer. And really that often it's us. It's, you know, we often, and not all cases, but it, it is often us. And she goes into a lot of depth around that ideal customer. Where do they hang out? What do they do? What do they like? Not just, you know, the paper stuff, but the real stuff. And uh, I just, I thought that was a great, great, great point. Yes. And she's a brand expert. So she talks about like branding, how to create a brand. And we always joke that some people start with the branding, with the logo, with the font that you're going to use. And she just like, no, 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 you got to sit down and really come to Jesus time and re realize who you are. What's your vision, your interest? What do you want to put out there in the world? Because if that's not clear, you're going to attract people totally not aligned to who you are and what you want to want to be. And I want you guys to listen until the end of this interview. Very powerful, raw, real. And I truly think you guys are going to get a lot out of it. Enjoy. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Invest Her Show, where we interview some amazing rock star women like Carissa, who's on our show this week. Carissa, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, connecting with you, chatting with you, and just, you know, getting into your, your uh, secret sauce of how, how you've been able to be, you know, successful in your world. And we'll, we'll get into her story in a moment. Um, but like, like we do, um, just thank you for listening. We, there's a lot of things you can be doing with your time. Time is that limited resource. So thank you, ladies, for listening. Uh, if you have ideas, things you want to see more on our show, Anything you want to tell us, um, head over to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. And on there, there's a contact us page. Andres and I get those emails. We'd love to hear from you. Anything you like, anything you don't like, uh, don't tell us what you don't like. No, we, we want to, <laughs> I'm just joking. No, we want to know what you don't like. We, we do. And, and actually, we really appreciate any feedback. So I really yes. mean that sincerely. So please send that along to us. And thank you for listening. Um, and, and, and one last thing, if you do like our show, we would super appreciate, we're, we're, we're getting to a goal of 200 um, reviews on iTunes. Be super amazing. The investors that are listening to go over to iTunes to do three things, subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. It has to be all three of those things. It will take you literally like two minutes. So if you could do that, we would be eternally grateful to you. And uh, we're going to be doing some cool giveaways soon. So stay tuned yes. on that. But for now, we're, we're just requesting it. We really appreciate it. So Without further ado, Andressa, how are you? What is what is happening before we get into Chris's amazing story? Yeah. So I, as we grow our community, uh, we come across conversations with people about what is our mission, and we always share the same thing. Um, we are in 
in the mission, our biggest mission is to really support women to live a financially free and balanced life on her own terms. So some people come and say, well, but why is the segregation? Why is the separation or, or yada, yada, yada? And I really want to make sure that it's clear that our community is to support women, not to um, say something bad about men, or it has actually nothing to do with men. It has all to do with women. We, uh, and our mission is not to support women and kick, <laughs> kick all the men out there and just bash all the men out there. It's not even on our mission. So I just want to put it out there that our journey as women has to do with only ourselves, how we, we stand in, those wor in the world, how we present ourselves. Has not, it, it's independent of any other type of gender, to be honest. And, and that's why I always get into this conversation that I just want to support those women to be on stage or not to be on stage, to really own who she is, to really express when she's uncomfortable, not to live a life where there's no self-expression or loss of power in any way, shape, or form. And that doesn't mean that I need to be talking or behaving in a way that it, it's not the way that I am, usually am. Because I am usually this way that you guys are hearing it. With, without grammar mistakes, that's who I am. Just goes like that. And this who, is who she is. Our mission does not change who we really are. Actually highlights who we really are. And that's what we want to do with our journey with other women. We really want to highlight who they really are. Not, not, not copy, not emulate, not bash has nothing to do with men and just wanted to put this out there so we are clear we're clear <laughs> so we're clear and then, <laughs> and then when people ask me i was like hey listen to episode yada 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 with carissa and i talk about it there so I don't <laughs> there you go there you myself. go no it's helpful you gotta you gotta get connected to what you're why you're doing what you're doing which yeah. i know we're gonna be really nice segue into chris's story because she's been able to build uh, you know, a phenomenal team and, and around uh, a brand that's just really something that's unique. So, so that's a great segue. Carissa, we love to hear from the women we interview every week. What propelled you, because I know you're also an investor too. So what propelled you to get involved in real estate, what you're doing uh, as an agent, as a leader and, and, you know, the work you're up to. So what, what kind of got you there? Sure. Well, I also just wanted to thank you for that share, Andrasa, because you're speaking, speaking, preaching to the choir with, with that whole thing. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, a, a firm belief that the concept of feminism gets a bad rap, kind of in the same way that you were saying. It's not exclusive of anyone. It's actually intended to be inclusive. Yes. It's elevating and empowering those who typically are not handed things from the get-go. So it's all about equality. It's inclusive and empowering versus exclusive or putting down anything to, mm. in comparison to. Absolutely. So thank you. Um, <clears throat> so to answer your question, Liz, I had my personal real estate journey started at age, I was 21 or 22, and I had graduated college and I moved out to Arizona. 
And I, got, I had gotten a degree in graphic design and marketing and photography and was working in the advertising industry, but I always had a passion for real estate. So I bought myself two books. I bought a book about fix and flips and buy and holds. And I knew I wanted to start investing in real estate, didn't know which direction I wanted to go. Um, decided since I had a full-time career, like many of your listeners do, that the long-term buy and hold strategy was smarter for me from a time and um, leverage of money standpoint. So I bought my first property six months after moving to Arizona and proceeded to live in it and then find a tenant within six to nine months later, put a tenant in it, rent, or sorry, buy, buy another property. And I did that a few times to acquire a por portfolio. Um, so Q, 16 years later, uh, I spent 16 years working full-time in advertising, which will explain a lot of why I've created a brand and it has so, so much marketing and branding behind it. Um, but while fueling my true passion, frankly, with my career, which was real estate and leveraging my uh, time, really, and freedom is always what real estate has meant to me, is creating abundance and passive income in something that I'm interested in. I know other people do it through stock market. I, that doesn't interest me. I love spaces we live in. I love redoing them and marketing them and getting great tenants in them. Um, so I left my advertising career. It was nearly four years ago to the day now. Wow, mm. might be almost the day. Took a year, year and a half off of working completely because I was just burnt out, tired, exhausted, frankly, very depressed. Like life was good on paper, but I wasn't good. So I traveled for most of the year, went to Southeast Asia, went around the US, visited friends and family. Wasn't really sure what my next step was. Side note, the whole reason that I was able to do that was because of real estate. Most people can't, you know, in their mid thirties, just, hey, I'm having an early midlife crisis. I'm not gonna work for a year and a half. <laughs> But I was able to, by keeping my expenses small and creatively filling properties that maybe even that I was living in to be rented, just be free and go travel and have enough money to get by. Uh, I realized, well, I've always done this real estate thing and I'm pretty qualified at it. My friends always come to me for tips and advice on real estate. So maybe I'll get my license. Got my license, joined the brokerage that I'm with uh, about six months later. Again, I was like, this was chill, Carissa. I was in no hurry. I wanted to do what felt right since I hadn't done that for my prior career. And then I started doing deals as a licensed agent a little, about two and a half years ago. And in the first six months after I started doing deals, I was top of the brokerage. I was having so much success and a lot of it having to do with my experience in marketing combined with the knowledge I already had as a client, as a buyer, a seller, investor, a flipper, I know how to anticipate what people are going through in the process because I've been that person. Um, and none of the work that I was doing in this new career felt like work. I just feel like I'm playing all the time. So I was having a blast about a year and a half of that. And then I decided it's time for me to design my own team and my own brand because I felt called to do so. And that led into the genesis of creating Evolve uh, late last year and then launching it of January of this year and 
it's it's been amazing it's been more than i ever dreamed that i could create and um, the creation is every day now i get to create it so let's dissect that a little bit i mean you're you know to be effective in branding and you know uh, what have you you know would be awesome to have 17 years in, in advertising experience, certainly, right? But we all yeah. don't have that kind of time to take a you know sabbatical and go get that. So for the women listening, right, they, they, they're getting started or really a lot of them are scaling. They're looking to buy more deals. They're trying to get more efficient in what they're doing. Um, they're growing, right? They're growing. Their portfolios are growing themselves. And so much of when you're growing, especially, especially even sometimes more so than when you're starting and vice versa is branding yourself and your company with, with something that's lasting, right? Something that's going to stand out from all the noise that's, that's in our world. And you've done that really, really, really well. So break that down for us a little bit of what, you know, the women listening can take. They're not, you know, branding masters, but we all need to do a better job at this, right? So how did you, what was your process in terms of creating Evolve? What, is, what does Evolve stand for? And, and just, if you can, break that down sure. a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend 16 to 17 years <laughs> in an industry that you really don't like. But <laughs> um, so the place I started, it's very much when you hear uh, famous artists or authors talk about starting with the basics. So it's not like a paint by number, learn to draw type of process, but I didn't start with the brand. I started with the value proposition the vision, the meaning behind it, because that's where true brand power comes from. It's not a logo. It's not a color. It's not a, a sticker slapped onto something. True powerful brands resonate with the people that they're meant to resonate with because the foundation is strong. Mm. I'll give you an example of how this worked with Evolve. And if you can hear yourself and you know your unique visions in the story, that's what it's meant to do. Um, so when I started, I actually hired a business coach in May of last year. And the very first step that we did was creating, crafting a vision statement. So this is what is, what is it to be who you are and what is this business in three to five years? Um, and the vision is also, while it's aspirational, it's present tense so that you manifest it now, right? Yes. Um, so the vision that I created for Evolve I'll see if I can rib it off. This was, is the rough vision from even back then. It hasn't changed much a year and a half ago. Um, this is not about real estate. This is about your real estate. Mm. All mm. of our clients are empowered to grow themselves through the real estate process. I love that. So you get the, va- the vein of the vision. Yes. It's truly larger than me. That was why I wanted to build a brand and a team. It's larger than real estate. I do have grand schemes of growing it beyond real estate. So the vision is very high vibe, very aspirational, very connected to your higher self through a business. Okay. Mm. Um, So the visions came, then you just, then I worked through what are my unique value propositions in the marketplace? What do I offer or what does the brand of the team that I'm designing offer that we do it better than anybody else. And if you asked any of my clients without prompting or feeding them, if they were to describe what's it like to work with Carissa or with now Evolve, they would unprompted give you what that is, right? Mm. All of us have this. 
I guarantee you, if you're passionate about what you do, you have a unique value proposition or you wouldn't be doing it. Um, it's really that thing that lights you afire. So the true value proposition for me and my business and my brand is uh, with that client customer experience where people really truly feel uh, connected to themselves and others in a higher and deeper, more meaningful way than just buying a house. Um, so the value proposition is the experience and the sense of empowerment that people feel during the process. Um, another value proposition that my business offers is very highly developed and skilled negotiation and contractual and technical acumen. Uh, but the way that I spin that, and this is from my years of experience to negotiating contracts and advertising, it's, it's just a level of standard that I bring to the table and anyone who works on my team brings to the table. Um, but the way that I spin it from a branding perspective is that um, like we got that kind of, it's a given. Mm. Like we're not coming in, giving you numbers, spoon feeding you. We're the best sales negotiators. It's more, hey, you like me, we like you. Let's work together. Also, we're going to win every single deal because we know what we're doing. So it's very- mm. Almost like a prerequisite uh, almost. Yeah, it's like, it's a given. Um, so when you think through this process, I've done nothing about colors or name or brand or any of these things. It was what truly as a business model sets me apart. And the way that you might apply this to um, maybe some of your listeners and things like that who don't necessarily ha maybe have marketing backgrounds is sit down and look at your portfolio perhaps. Maybe you have 10 single family homes or an apartment complex or commercial buildings. Look at your portfolio and go, what is it that my tenants slash partners slash clients, what do they say to me on a regular basis when they are saying that they appreciate this or that about me or what I have to offer? There's something in that you're going to hear a common theme if, because not all of us are so good at, you know, the self-exploration and knowing those things and the awareness about ourselves. So that's a good place to look. So once you have an aspirational vision and you have the key differentiators or value propositions, and you can boil those down to, into short little statements. Like I said, um, so my two statements I had last year for where my value propositions were on um, the customer experience and then the technical acumen were on the technical side, like I said, uh, it's a given, kind of box checked, we got it. Mm -hmm. And the more powerful one is uh, I believe in the good things coming. So it's this, it's really faith and trust that it's all going to work out. And when my clients show up in that way, it always does because it's, it's just how the universal energy works and how having the right, right attitude works. I think, I think that what you're talking about, um, it, it's, it's has to do a lot about awareness of who you truly are. And I think that people are not used to stop and really start with that. Usually the, the, the sequence is, oh, let me just brainstorm a couple of names yep. and uh, what font I'm going to use. <laughs> totally. Right. Let me use those, put those two houses over here. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go to a Vista print and pick something. A hundred percent. And that's a hundred percent right? right. People who 
run businesses typically operate in the money space, right? They're talking about how much can I maximize profit? And maybe if we market this way, we're going to get more leads. Sure. That's all part of running a business. But if you want to create a truly meaningful brand that's going to last, last. and mm-hmm. attract all of that abundance, right? It's, a, it's an echo. The abundance that you bring from a monetary or relationship standpoint is a, it's an after effect. It's an echo of the value and the aspirational brand that you put in place to do so. But you're totally right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to visit the print and picking something out, that's like a scarcity mentality or a vibe. Total, total scarcity. Yes. And, right. And you that pick hurts. like the 500 business cards because it's in pro- on promotion, on sale, <laughs> and you're going to get five more, uh, 500 more of those. Anyway, my point here is that where your mental state is will determine who you're going to attract. So when you, when you look around yourself and you say, oh, why do I have those like boring clients or picky clients or this contractor is a pain in the ass or <laughs> yada, 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 right? It's all about the energy that I am putting out there because right. I am the one freaking responsible for that for that frequency and what you're saying makes total sense because when you truly get connected to who you truly are and then translate that how can i translate who i really am is going to attract exactly what you want in abundance yep right so for so, for that the people that are like oh I get it but how do I do that how I sit down and I meditate it's gonna come to Jesus time or <laughs> how do we do that well yeah and that's a great question answer and then I'll circle back with another one sure well it's interesting that you do bring up meditation because I have I I have a very developed meditation practice um, I do feel that it's I can only speak from my experience and my experience is that. The more, the closer I move toward myself and knowing myself, Mm. the more I can make myself known in the world and be that beacon of the brand and the business or just the person and the vibe Mm -hmm. to attract like, right? Mm. Um, So from a practical standpoint, you know, do, does all this just come to you and kind of, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it sounds really simplistic and like I'm a guru on a mountain, but no, I, I mean, I, I'll bring it up now because it's exactly how the name of my brand came to me, meaning that I did all of the foundational work we've been talking about. I knew what the I knew what the metrics were. I knew what the growth projection was. I knew how many people I did bring on when. I did the diligence of a business owner, mm-hmm. and then I go, well, that's all done. Now I just need a name. And I know, thankfully, from being a creative individual myself, that true creativity, you can't brainstorm it. You can't think it up. You can't, you just, in my experience, you can't, I can't write a list and be like, I'm going to pick this one because it, it's not going to be powerful enough and big enough. So I knew, but I also, from knowing this process, trusted that when the name was ready, it would make itself known. Whether I see it somewhere or I hear the word. Right. Exactly. You so if it. you, yeah. So if you put your, put the vibe out there that okay, I'm ready for this to appear when it's ready. Not come now immediately, force it, blah blah blah. Right. So 
it was maybe three months after I had the business plan all ready to go. Um, about a year ago now, I was just chilling in my hot tub you know, on my patio, very, not meditating, but just super chill. And then all of a sudden, the word evolve popped into my head, like a video, like a picture. And the actual design was in it, which the E-V-O-L in my logo is a mirror image. So mm. it's, it spells love in the mirror. Mm, wow. So love is one of the core connective values of my business. And the, I was like covered in goosebumps. I'm like, this is it. It just, yes, it just them. showed up for me. <laughs> and now it's my duty as the creator of the brand to usher it into reality, right? Not just keep it in my head, but put it on paper, get it designed, get a logo out there. Um, so that in a roundabout way, yeah, you, you have to trust yourself and trust the creative process. Uh, however, if you're a super left brain businessy person and you're not, you don't think you're creative and all of those things, which it happens, get all your business metrics ready and get at least some of the ideas of what makes you different and what you really are passionate about, what makes you come alive, then go partner with someone who is really good at that stuff. A designer, a creative, it's worth the investment because even me, if I have a conversation with one of my friends who owns a business in a different vertical, they'll come to me to just get that idea because some people get those ideas and some maybe don't. Mm -hmm. So there, I guarantee you have people in your network or friends or family members that could help be that mirror for you and listen to what you're thinking and create it for you. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because Unjust and I, you know, I'm trying to think through as you're talking, I'm like, did we do that? Did we do that? Can we, you know, so I'm trying to like yeah. score ourselves, but trying to go through what our, our process with the real estate investor. And yeah, we went back and forth. We really got clear on what we wanted to offer, who we were, what we were about, um, what we didn't want to be about. You know, we went through that kind of like visioning and discussion and and then it came up about the naming of the podcast. Yeah. And we went back and forth, right, Andressa? We yeah. went back and forth like for three months. We had no name. Yeah. Uh, the Cougars, the this. That was a bad <laughs> like, one. No. That was a really bad one. I know. You're like, I hate that one. It's kind of funny. I'm like, it could kind of be interesting. You're like, no. But we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And like, I was chatting with a friend of mine. And we were just chatting and talking. And I was like, you need to do, she's like, what about just changing OR to H-E-R? real estate invest her. I'm like yeah. that. And I think I called you that night. I was in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was somewhere else, you know, it was totally yeah. not, it wasn't like we were having this business meeting. We were just having a glass of wine, you know, or yeah. something. and I think you're right. I think, I think women, I think one, you know, women are amazing. At a lot of things, but sometimes that natural, just letting things unfold is a feminine quality. I think yep. men, there are men who do that too, but it's not the pushing. It's like the allowing. Correct. So I don't think I'm like, I don't think that I'm amazing at that. I've been a little more like the, if I have a goal, like go for it. And then I forget, okay, I got to allow for this. And that's where I know meditation and prayer and that kind of stuff has helped me, but um, really good stuff. Cause it is, it's, it evolves. So I want to circle <laughs> back though. I, I, I think a lot about the women listening and even just for my own my own sake, you got the vision, you got the value proposition, whether you've named it or not, that that's either here nor there. That's important. But again, let's not get hung up on that. How do you then translate? You got the values. How do you then translate that the rubber meets the road? 
you're starting to call people, engage people. I know you've done a great job at this. So it's a little bit of a question that I know you've done a great job at where you insert. Okay. So if you want that customer experience, then do you brainstorm? Okay. How are we going to do that? Like what, what, what does that look like? Right. Cause we can have these, these visions, but sometimes it's hard to like rubber meets a road on a Tuesday, you're meeting with a client. What does that, what does that look like? Right. Cause I think that's part of branding, right. Is to have those value propositions come alive. I would imagine, you know, more than, than me, but I, I would think that's key. So I'm curious, how did that evolve? How did that rubber meets the road? What does it look like come about? Sure. Well, thankfully I was already running a successful business. So the experience didn't change much, but from a, that's right. You already were okay. Yeah. That's right. right. You were already active. Okay. But let me try and come at this. Uh, another key component of the getting the foundation and plan in place, like in addition to what we've talked about is who, who is your, who is your client? In most cases I find our ideal clients are really just us. Yeah. <laughs> that that's, my master marketing degree. There you go, everybody. Your ideal client <laughs> is you. You right. to, get, to go to college to get yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And we saved everybody like, what, 100 grand at least? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from my school, more than that, yeah. But so I created personas so that I could make sure and confirm who my ideal client and target and market is. And I called her Wonder Woman just to give her a name. And Great name. Yeah, and she basically is me. It's a, it's either a single successful woman or head of household. Uh, she's the decision maker. My brand for sure is more appealing to women. And I work with plenty of men as well, but it's connecting with your higher self from a business aspect. Isn't necessarily always something that attracts most men just because of societal conditioning and all of the things. Right. Um, but the men who love my clients are my clients too. So peripherally, if you hone in on that one person that's your person and all the messaging that you have, whether it's in-person conversations, uh, content on social media, email marketing, video, whatever you're doing, whatever those channels are, you're speaking to that one person. So I'm speaking basically to me. I'm speaking to Wonder Woman. And when you speak to that person, when you're laser focused about your message and your value, and you're not trying to be general and get everybody to like you and be your client, you're going to get anybody who even is even remotely close to that target, right? So don't be general, be very specific. So this goes to the whole answering your question of rubber meets the road. Okay. If my clients are basically me, um, where would I find those people? Mm -hmm. Are they in yoga communities? Are they um, consciousness community people? Are they, what kind of things would appeal to them? What would I want from someone, whether they're in real estate or anything, if they're a thought leader and a brand that I trust and love, what value would I want from them? And then I go create that, right? So one of the things that has come out of this that I've created, I do every other month, we have Evolve Connect. They're events, they're like networking, but it's, it's not just like, hey, come build your business and meet people. It is my way of connecting people that I know and maybe don't know yet to connect with me and connect with each other. And by, I provide valuable content at each event 
by highlighting someone that I know that has a really cool area of expertise or a passion mm-hmm. that they're going, they're willing to share in an interview format. It's become where I'm the moderator. I have two to four guests and we just have a conversation much like you would on a podcast. And by doing that and having anywhere from 15 to 40, 50 people come to these, um, I'm providing value to people. I'm delivering on the proposition that I set out, which is building connections and being more connected to your higher self through sure real estate, but through the connection of being part of the evolved community. So like next week we have our next one and the woman coming to speak is a feng shui and Bazi expert. And I've had my Bazi chart read and it's, this is basically like the science of energy. It's not hanging a mirror and putting a plant in a corner. It is Bozzi, B-O-Z-I? B-A-Z-I. They're, they're the same practice, one's for spaces, one's for people. Feng oh. Shui and Bozzi are couples. So nice. what's so cool about things like this, I get to learn cool stuff from people I want to learn stuff from. And I'm yes. like, well, if I like it, everybody that likes me is going to like it too. So then I'm yeah, just right? <laughs> So yeah, and then what's, what's cool, and that's actually our first Evolve Connect event was how I met Nicole because another Nicole locally came to the event. It was all about investing in short-term rentals and we had people who own them and we, I just interviewed them. What about this? What about this? It's like, I want to know these things. So there's probably other people that want to know these mm-hmm. things. So I met Nicole and then she introduced me to other, <coughs> excuse me, Nicole, who then I met you. And that's how these things work. Mm-hmm. Anybody can steal your ideas your logo, your name, your intellectual property, but nobody can steal your relationships and the connections that you build. That is the value that I know my business brings. Um, so that's just one example of the rubber meeting the road. That's awesome. And I, I, I think that people sometimes they either want to save money or time into really, um, not cutting corners, but sometimes it's just just naive. I'm not sure. Um, but what you're bringing to the table is really remarkable. Uh, Liz and I, when we were uh, building our brand and everything, we were looking, we're still looking um, to connect with people exactly like us. And sometimes when you are in real estate, when somebody asks, what type of properties are you looking to buy? And you say, I'm not sure. Or you're like, yeah, if the numbers make sense. But what are you talking about, right? You're talking about single family. You're talking about short-term, long-term rental, apartment complexes. And if you have, if you're a realtor or if you have different types of services in, in real estate, you've got to have the same criteria you gotta get laser focused because i do believe that the price of not not being laser focused or or narrow you're just gonna be all over the place and overwhelmed and stuck and attract all different types of people that you really don't want to do business with i'm sorry but there are people back to your point about what you put out you get back right if you're not clear on what you are and what you're about you're going to get confused clients. Yeah, confused totally. Business partners. So don't complain about them because you attracted them. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Totally, totally. I love that. And it's so applicable because I, you know, there, there's, 
we often think we have to have a, you know, a billion dollar brand to, you know, go down the path of what you've just said around creating a brand and really growing a brand. And it really literally starts with, you know, something small. You just, but it, it, the key is to have the clarity so that you can grow to whatever you want to grow to. So and I, to be authentic about it, because yes. if it's not, if you're trying to be a brand that isn't you, it's gonna, it, it won't work. You know, so it really it all comes back to that self-awareness. Um, yeah, it, I, I, to give another like concrete example um, that I've talked with other friends and investors and partners. So say you own one apartment complex or a few apartment complexes mm-hmm. and you're not, you know, you have a very crystal clear business investment strategy. Um, there's a great way you could roll this work and branding into that. What if I'm just going to give a hypothetical? What if this person that I'm talking about uh, loves elephants in Southeast Asia? Okay, that's like drives them wild. They love the culture. They love the food. They love they're being into elephant protection and all these things. What if you use that and come up with some really cool branding around the elephant and what that means and how that represents? you and your relationships and then apply it to the apartment complex names the apartment complex decor the apartment complex marketing that attracts think of the cool tenants you would get because they also like those things and the connections that you make from creating something that you love are gonna bring more people that love that thing and then you get to just meet more cool people um, and then I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm just ribbing, making something up. But like, I love that. So many applications for this that could then apply to all the other areas of your business, the investment side of putting together that. branded elephant brand to find like-minded investors to go after additional opportunities. Mm-hmm. So have you ever seen two, I love that idea. Have you ever seen two, Carissa, um, people building a brand based on their style and and is that as effective as like the elephant example you just gave in terms of something I love because it's a visual thing because I've heard often people you know you know certain people in the industry and you're like wow they're and then your first comment is wow they're really bold or brash or raw and that's their brand I mean that's who they are but that is certainly part of their brand so how do you like where are your thoughts on that if you're actually gonna you know define Style. Are you saying like someone's personality? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. Like Maybe not personal. that they always wear a cowboy hat um, or nothing visual necessarily, but their style, sure. like they're authentic, they're transparent, they're easy to talk to, or they're bold and they just say what they want on their mind. Like, I think cloudy play into branding? A hundred percent because okay. I unsolicited, once I launched Evolve, a bunch of my clients that I've worked with you know, before I launched Evolve, yeah. they came to me and said, everything you've done with Evolve, the marketing, the logo, the videos you do, all the marketing messaging, it's Evolve, but it's you. I'm working mm. with you. And now I can work with anyone who's part of Evolve. Yeah. And I'm still working with you. So to your point, you know, when you were describing someone who's really bold and direct, like I'm almost, I'm associating that with I'm seeing, you know, I might be biased because I'm from New York, but I'm seeing like even like a, like a bold Italian New Yorker that's like 
really, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Like, like swears all the time and is like, eh, screw him. I don't want to work with him. Like, that's <laughs> a, a great I impression. Am. Yeah, uh, I have a lot of Italian uh, New York relatives. <laughs> but yes, and to me, that person could work with a creative to, you know, flesh all those words out of like, these are all the ways people describe me. These are all the things they love about me when other people might be totally turned off by turned that, off. right? Like mm-hmm. we're, I'm a New Yorker, like, yeah, you're so rude. I'm like, you mean direct? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like to me, it's valuable that I don't chit chat about bullshit, right? <laughs> but <laughs> if you, if that personality that you described gets all of that out on paper, I guarantee there's, there's even, there's name, there's names, there's colors, there's taglines, all that support who that person is and what really that value is. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really neat because it almost sounds like, you know, when, when you, especially if you have an existing business or just existing passions, like you're saying, everyone comes to the table with something, you can really just have that brain, that, that kind of like data, you know, brain dump, if you will, brainstorm, especially with somebody who's creative and you really can build something around that you don't have to have like you know you know you kind of a love a love of elephants or you can be xyz type of person and i think that's a journey like andres and i have talked a lot about a lot about what we wanted like who we are but also what we're not and i think that's also helpful part of this because you know it's it's a it's a differentiator like okay what do we not want this to be about? And, and, and Andres and I've always said, it's not about us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I love people liking me. That's just my extrovert in me, but quite honestly, I don't give a fuck about it. Oh, you don't <laughs> care, but I do care. I do actually care, but that's where her and I work well together. But, but really like, that's a mantra we have. Like we don't say it all the time, but it's a way of being we have. So when we come up with something, okay, should we go down this path or we're getting presented with this or we can take a turn here uh, that's not aligned with what we're trying to create. We're creating a community right. and a community oh. isn't about a person, right? right. Honestly. Oh. So I, I really love what you're saying. And I, it's a good reminder for all of us. And I think you gave, great, gave some great, like tangible things to just walk away with here. So, uh, you know, you, you have so much, you know, great insight around this, this topic. So appreciate it. Uh, you, I could talk about branding and <laughs> higher vibe, connective connectedness and, real estate all day. I mean, it, what's they're the craziest, what's the craziest kind of like, there's no coincidences, right? Cause there aren't any coincidences. There really, aren't. No. Right? I'm a big believer of that. There really aren't. So no. what's been the craziest thing as you've taken this journey and you've grown a team and you've taken these steps and you've done the work, so to speak, right? What's the craziest quote unquote coincidence, even though there aren't really any that has happened for you? That's so crazy that you asked that because they're all over the place, right? For me, they're, everywhere but the most recent super cool one is i maybe a couple months ago a month and a half ago i was leaving breakfast and someone was taking a picture of my license plate on my truck and my license plate my license plate does evolve shocker um and i knew i was it wasn't malicious so i said hey what why is evolve important to you She's like, oh, hey, no, you know, no harm, no foul. I wasn't, I'm like, no, I didn't think you were doing anything wrong. I just want to know why is Evolve important to you? She said, well, I am the treasurer for the, AI, the Arizona chapter of AIGA, which is the American Institute of Graphic Arts. Cue back to my former career, okay? Oh, I yeah. Well, what AIGA is. I was surprised I didn't know this woman, frankly. And she said, yeah, I'm the treasurer for that, for that um, organization. And 
this year for Phoenix Design Week, which is a week-long event in Phoenix sponsored by AIGA that's all about celebrating design and branding and all things advertising phenomenal branding-wise, right? She said this week's, or sorry, this year's theme for Phoenix Design Week in October is Evolve. Oh my gosh. And I like goosebumps. I was like, okay, you want to hear why, why Evolve is important to me? <laughs> and I, gave, I told her, I worked in advertising for years. Of course, we knew a lot of the same people. Like the main sponsors are people I was my former boss. I mean, oh. it's like Phoenix is like the fifth largest city, but I often always find these connections. It's like wow. the biggest little city ever. So this is a, not even a five minute conversation that we find all these connections. And she was very much of the belief that we've talked about that there are no accidents. Um, and I said, well, here's what this means. Let's you and I grab coffee because there's something here. And she said, well, you for sure have to be involved in Phoenix Design Week. I'm like, I'm in. I mean, I don't even know what that means, but I'm in. Exactly, exactly. So, I just don't know, but let it go. Yes, yes. Because the universe literally plopped a connection in my, in the parking lot at breakfast. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I could have left one minute sooner or later. It never would have happened. Yes. So now this is, the conference is next weekend, and I am a sponsor for Phoenix Design Week. It'll include over 500 advertising, graphic design, design people. I'm going to probably know at least a hundred of them at this event. Um, and I've submitted my branding, my videos to people's choice awards that they do. And I'm going to have a booth there and like give out swag and just meet cool people. I'm like, that's wonderful. So stay tuned for what comes from that. Yes. Yeah. Something epically big because the universe does, that's how it works. Hey, here's an opportunity. Are you going to take it? And I was like, all in. So that's awesome. That's that just one cool. example. They happen to me all, all the time. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with us. If we look back a couple of years from now, Sam, remember when we first, you know, yep. met each other? I mean, how else, how else would we get connected on opposite sides of the world through two people named Nicole? Like, it's just no, no accidents ever. Yeah. And one other thought I had about, uh, Liz, you're, you're defining what are you not. That's really important to get crystal clear on, but be cautious that you're not putting the nots out there. And what I mean mm. is we are not this. The universe doesn't deal in, it do, deals not, in absolutes. Yeah. So say too, too much. So it's good to say, make a list. These are all the things we're not about but focus on what we are about that are the opposites of the knots. That's a good point. That's, that's the piece to really put the, the energy toward. You know, if you're, we're not about being liked, we are about being valued, right? Mm. Whatever, right. whatever that is. Absolutely. It's a, no, that's a great distinction. Shift. Yeah. Like to get clear on it, but not focus on it. Cause then that's the, from an energy and a yeah. traction perspective. So totally. that's a, very good point. Well, we could keep talking to you, you know, and oh, really have to have you, we have to have you back on after we hear like you win, you win, the, you win the People's Choice Award all because <laughs> somebody was taking it's a picture awful. of your license plate. I had right? so much, I got so much new cool swag made for it. I'm psyched that we got, we got uh, pop sockets made with the, with the brand on it. Oh. I got awesome die cut stickers. Oh, I love that. What do you oh. use? Carissa, what site do you use? 
I actually have a team locally in Tempe, which is just south of Scottsdale. Wow. All this rad custom stuff for me at great prices. So I can follow up and give you their information. Yes. Okay. So mail you guys some swag if you want it. That'd be awesome. That'd okay. be awesome. Cool. And Carissa, you, uh, you really, you have just been so shirt. helpful here with all the different um, <laughs> suggestions. I love it. Um, we all can learn things from that and, and a lot of takeaways here for, for me personally, but I'm sure the, the women listening. So where can the ladies listening learn more about you and Evolve and all the, the really neat things you're up to? Sure, of course. So I can always be reached via text or phone and I'm, it's, you're never going to bother me. So my phone number and it's my cell is 480-390-6126. And then the Evolve website is iloveevolve.com. And then on Instagram, which is really where we post the most, um, my personal and then the, the Instagram page for Evolve is also I Love Evolve. And my personal is Carissa Viv, V-I-V. Um, yeah. And if you just Google my name, I'm everywhere because of my career in marketing for 16 years and working in digital optimization. Plus combined with, I have such a unique first and last name combination. I'm very easy to find. So awesome. like, I guess I better never break a lot of laws because <laughs> be tracked down very easily. <laughs> That's true. And all of this information you guys are going to find on our show notes. Now we're going to transition to our fabulous three questions. And the first one is what's the most transformational book you have ever read, Carissa? Wow. I'd have to say the four agreements. It's a quick read. It's really basic and simple, but I firmly believe that if they had that as required reading in like junior high school and maybe again in high school, this world would be a better place. Like that's yeah. how powerful that book is. I and totally agree. So simple and straightforward. Yeah. I have considered tattooing the four agreements on my wrist here. Heck yeah. I seriously considered that. <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's see if we can remember them. Never make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Always do your best. On your word? Something like uh, that? Yeah, on your word is the next one. I don't know. And don't, take, know. don't take things personally. personally. Things personally. Um, always do your best. Crap. Well, we all failed the test. See, we, we failed the freaking test. But I'm going to put that on our show notes for sure. I'm going to yeah. put it there. <laughs> Yeah, I have it on my fridge if I was looking at the other side of the fridge. I have it on my desk too. Liz, you're looking awesome. at it right now? I'm looking for it. I'm trying to find okay. it. You guys right, continue we'll, on. Okay. We've got we to gotta keep going. So what's the most powerful routine you do to create a financially free and balanced life? To me, it all comes down to my morning routine, which when I'm on my game which is most of the time, includes meditation, reading, journaling, exercise. Um, those are the main key ones. Uh, oh, and writing intentions. Mm-hmm. And the days that I do dial those all in, and they don't take, it sounds like a lot, right? But I mean, you could do all that within a half hour if you had to. But I take my luxurious time most mornings and I get up very early and I give myself the time 
and the investment from usually five or 6 a.m. until eight or 9 a.m., soak in the hot tub too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is th- Then I'm so supercharged and powered to go do whatever my day entails mm-hmm. and I'm accomplishing the things I set out to. So that in turn, day by day, adds up to freedom and success and abundance and all of it. Awesome. And oh, so I found the full, so in, be impeccable with your word. word. Don't take anything personally. Right. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. Yep. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Sounds really simple, but if, I mean, to me, the biggest, the biggest one is don't take things personally because mm-hmm. all, 99.999999% of the things that people do in the world, it has nothing to do with you. Totally. Ever. It doesn't. It's about them. Totally about them. <laughs> Yeah. Even when we criticize somebody, it has nothing to do with that person. Correct. It's about right. us. And the last question is, which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? Wow. I don't know that I've ever been asked this question. And I haven't. I'm just going to go with my first thought. And for lack of sounding narcissistic, I'm going to say myself. Okay. Because of how far I've come and all of the work that I've done for me, mm-hmm. it's me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's deep. That is deep. Yeah. That is You're deep moved on. and touched. I am. I'm like going to tear up. Nice. I, I read something this morning says, you can love other people if you don't love yourself. And I think that you're truly a example of that and really owning it. And I don't see as being selfish or narcissistic at all is really owning who you are and acknowledging all the work that you have done in your life. So I acknowledge you for that. I receive your acknowledgement. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Carissa, thank you so much uh, for being on our show. Thank you for sharing all your great insight and just who you're being and who you are and inspiring us and giving us some great, great nuggets to take into our world and our own businesses. And just thank you. So lots of digest and I just really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Likewise, ladies, I'll get you out a swag bag and uh, looking forward to the next one. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.